Hello, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the October 5th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you as a service of Janice Allen Jackson and Associates. We are here to make sure that you are ready to vote. Last week, we featured all three candidates in the Richmond County Tax Commissioner's race. And if you missed that episode, you can find it and any other past episode on my website, JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com, where there is a Local Matters tab. Or if you are on Facebook, please go to and follow the Local Matters Podcast of Georgia Facebook page. Once there, you can listen and share the audio with others. And for podcast pros, all episodes are also available on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Today, we shift gears and get to know two of the three candidates in the race for Georgia Department of Labor Commissioner. Today, we have State Representative William Bodie who is running on the Democratic ticket, and Emily Anderson, who is running as a Libertarian. And to be clear, we also invited the Republican candidate, but unfortunately, he did not respond to our invitation. But before we get started with those candidates for Commissioner of Labor, I want to remind you of a couple of things. First, a candidate forum that will take place on Saturday, October 8th, at 2.30 p.m. at the A.R. Johnson Magnet School located on Laney Walker Boulevard. You will get a chance to hear from candidates in the contested school board races and the candidates for tax commissioner. If you cannot attend in person, please go to the Facebook page of NPHC Augusta. That is NPHC Augusta where it will be available for viewing viewing during and after the forum. The forum is hosted by a partnership for the people, and that includes the Augusta branch of the NAACP, the CSRA section of the National Council of Negro Women, the Phi Chi chapter of Chi Eta Phi Nursing Sorority, the National Panhellenic Council of Augusta, which is NPHC, and the Augusta Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Also, I want to remind you that the sample ballots are ready for you to review. To get to the sample ballot, go to the website of the Richmond County Board of Elections, look at the tab that says Voting Info, and click on Get My Sample Ballot. Or you can go directly to the My Voter page of the Secretary of State of Georgia's website. There you type in your first initial, your last name, your county of residence, your date of birth, and you will see all of your information related to your voting status, whether you're registered or not, where you vote, etc., as well as a sample ballot. Reviewing the ballot in advance gives you time to prepare so that you don't get any surprises on the day that you walk into the voting booth. 
Also, in case you are not yet registered to vote, you only have a little bit of time. That deadline is coming up on October 11th, which is next week. So please make sure you get registered to vote if you're not. And please check my voter page to see if they have you uh, listed as a registered voter. Uh, if there is a problem or question about your registration status, the time is now uh, to uh, check with your local board of elections to ensure that you're registered or to get registered before October 11th. And of course, early voting begins on October 17th. And the last day to vote is the official election day, which is November 8th. Local Matters family, we are pleased today to be joined by State Representative William Bodie, who is a candidate for the Office of Labor Commissioner for the state of Georgia. How are you doing today, Representative Bodie? Good morning, Ms. Jackson. How are you doing this morning? I am great. Thanks great. so much for joining our Local Matters listeners. Yes, thank you for um, having me. Yes, if you could, um, just start off, uh, Labor Commissioner is one of those roles that I think most of Georgians, to be honest, even registered voters don't fully understand the yeah. role of that department in that office. So can you talk some about the primary functions of the Labor Commissioner in that department? Yes, yes. So I would say thank you again for having me on Local Matters, Ms. Jackson. Uh, first of all, uh, one of the primary duties of the Labor Commissioner is to uh, manage the unemployment insurance benefits uh, system here in the state of Georgia. Uh, unemployment insurance benefits are pretty much mandated by Congress through federal legislation and federal acts. Uh, and the labor commissioner or labor secretaries across the country are tasked with basically operating uh, those UI, we call them UI systems. And so Basically, when you have a Georgia worker to lose their job to no fault of their own, uh, the Georgia worker would then uh, apply for, for, uh, for unemployment insurance benefits. And if they are approved, uh, then they will receive unemployment benefits on a weekly basis. Uh, and now what they do have to do when you're on uh, or receiving unemployment benefits, you have to recertify every week and pretty much most individuals do that on Sundays. Uh, and what you have to do is certify basically saying that you're still unemployed and you're actively seeking employment as well. So basically unemployment insurance benefits is what it sounds. It is an insurance policy by the federal government to help tie you over to the next job opportunity so you can continue to pay your necessities of life, you know, clothing, shelter, uh, food until you get the next job opportunity. And so it's an amazing program that I think helps a lot of Georgians. I know my father received unemployment benefits uh, when he lost his job to no father of his own back when I was a, a young boy growing up in South Fulton. It was, it helped him to maintain our household uh, and it helped him to tie him over to the next job opportunity. And he was actually on unemployment benefits benefits for five weeks. Another thing, the job, a major job of the labor commissioner is workforce development. The, the labor commissioner is charged with uh, increasing workforce development in the state of Georgia by partnering with 
uh, organized labor, by partnering with the Technical College System of Georgia, by partnering with local school boards, and by partnering with worker organizations such as Georgia Stand Up, Goodwill of North Georgia, and Construction Ready. Uh, and some of those uh, opportunities that are out there, such as apprenticeship programs, some people call them earn as you learn programs, uh, help our young people in the state and our seniors and our returning veterans from honorable service and also our returning citizens from incarceration us and our disabled uh, citizens and our Native American citizens to get unemployment opportunities, uh, to get employment opportunities that may not be uh, available. And these employment opportunities are living wage paying jobs. Uh, and these jobs are uh, based upon vocation, trades and crafts. So one of the uh, stories I like to tell, I have a, one of my best friends from high school decided about 12, 13 years ago that he wanted a career change. And so he basically enrolled in the IBW, uh, which you know the IBW is right there in downtown Augusta, uh, but he enrolled in the IBW here, 613 in Atlanta, and he entered the apprenticeship uh, program to become an uh, or industri industrial or commercial electrician. And he went through the program five years, and uh, now he's making over six figures. He has a home, a wife, uh, two beautiful daughters, three vehicles, and a boat on Lake Lanier, and no student loan debt. This is the advantage of apprenticeship programs that I want to help amplify. Also, through legislation, our local boards of education can help any student in the 10th grade and up to get a vocational or trade right in high school. And so if they decide, this student decide early on that they don't want to go to college, they can start to learn a vocational trade right in the 10th grade such as cosmetology, construction, HVAC, being an electrician. Uh, and so when they graduate from high school, they have this wonderful trade. Uh, and they can go right into a liberal wage paying job, or they can go to a technical college for two years and continue their training, or they can go to a four-year traditional university. And so it's so many great uh, avenues out there uh, that the Department of Labor can partner with uh, other amazing stakeholders that are already doing the work, but also working with our Georgia General Assembly to, on the legislative side to pass pro-worker legislation. One of the things I have pushed as a member of the General Assembly, and I've been elected to the General Assembly representing citizens of House District 62 in South Fulton in Douglas County since 2016, is legislation that will help expand uh, uh, parental paid leave in the state of Georgia. Right now, uh, we were able, the General Assembly able to pass legislation two years ago to allow uh, teachers and state employees to have three weeks uh, paid leave. So they could take care of uh, a newborn child. They could take care uh, of a child they just adopted, or if they have family medical uh, needs, they can help address those needs as well. I think that's a great program. However, I think we should expand that program to all Georgia workers, one. And two, we need to expand the number of weeks as well. Some states have already uh, implemented paid paternal leave up to 12 weeks. So those are some of the things on the policy side that I want to help address as the Department of Labor. And 
And another, um, another big task of the Department of Labor is child uh, uh, worker laws. You know, we have a booming uh, industry here, movie entertainment industry here in Georgia. And so the Department of Labor is tasked with making sure that child worker laws are being addressed, even with the movie industry uh, in the state of Georgia. Uh, and that's been uh, something that the Department of Labor has done a long time. And also statistics and data, keeping up with how many people are employed, how many people are unemployed, uh, the uh, racial makeup of who's employed, who's not employed. Uh, also the unemployment rate for that particular month uh, prior uh, and also the regions of the state. So the uh, uh, who's employed and who's not employed based on region. So uh, it's, it's a lot that the Department of Labor Commissioner does, but it's, it's so uh, influential to all the citizens of the state of Georgia. So it's a very important constitutional statewide office. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, and you mentioned that you are currently a state representative. Can you talk a little bit about how long you've been serving and are there any uh, pieces of legislation that you've been involved in that you are particularly proud of? Yes, so I've been uh, first elected to the Georgia General Assembly in 2016 with one of my classmates, so is Representative uh, Sheila Nelson uh, uh, from Augusta, dear friend of mine. Uh, but it, we were both sworn in in 2017. Uh, as a freshman, I was first appointed to be the communications chair of the Georgia Legislative Black Caucus, which is the largest Black caucus in the country. But then as a freshman in November 2018, I was elected by my House Democratic uh, colleagues to serve as the House Minority Whip which is the House Democratic whip. So I was, as a freshman, the second ranking Democrat in the Georgia House of Representatives uh, amongst 75 Democrats at the time. I passed over 27 bills in six years as a Democrat, which I'm very proud of. Uh, one of the bills I'm most proud of is being one of the lead uh, co-sponsors and co-authors of the Georgia Citizens Arrest Repeal legislation. Uh, that legislation was in direct response to the Ahmaud Arbery murder uh, back in February 2020 down in Brunswick, Georgia, Glynn County. So Georgia, I'm very proud to say, is still one of the only states in these United States of America to, to repeal its citizen's arrest statute. And I think that's um, a, a very major, major uh, component of making sure what happened to Mr. Ahmad Arbery never happens to another Georgia citizen. And I was very happy to see those guilty verdicts coming out of Brunswick, Georgia uh, um, last year. Okay. All right. We just got a couple of minutes left. If you could um, first um, tell our listeners where they can go to learn more about you and your candidacy, and then um, just offer some closing statements about how you believe you could use that role um, with the Georgia Department of Labor to improve the quality of life for our Georgia residents. Thank you, that's a great question. For, so first of all, you could go to my website, www.bodi, my last name, B O. D-D-I-E for F-R-G-A.com. Again, that's www.bodyforga.com to find out more information about my platform, the bills I've been at in the past as a member of the Georgia House of Representatives, my endorsements. You can sign up to volunteer. And of course, you can sign up to donate as well. Um, also, I'm on all social media platforms, uh, Bodie for GA. 
uh, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and we're also on um, Twitter as well. So we're on all major uh, social media platforms. Uh, also, you can always email me directly at, at info at Bodie, B-O-D-D-I-E-4-G-A.com as well, just to let me know if you have any questions. Uh, I will be more than great, uh, great uh, to respond to those questions and um, try to help where I can to uh, answer those questions and to just help uh, any Georgia citizen that needs uh, questions answered about the Georgia Department of Labor and the role of the Labor Commissioner. Um, one of the things I want to say as far as what I want to do as Labor Commissioner is I want to, in everything I do, put Georgia workers first. Um, that's my motto. That's my uh, mission statement. Uh, because I think by just having that in mind, it's going to direct my actions as labor commissioner on the administrative side, the workforce development side, the policy initiative side, and working with the Georgia General Assembly and outreach as well. And one of the things I want to do with Department of Labor, first and foremost, is to create a call center. So when you call the Georgia Department of Labor, you can get a live human being on the telephone. You can talk to a human being about whatever issue you need addressed by the Georgia Department of Labor. Uh, that's critical because we all know during the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, our friends, family members lost their job to no fault of their own, and they couldn't get anyone on the phone with the Georgia Department of Labor. Uh, and so I know citizens that were contemplating suicide uh, because they didn't know whether they're going to receive their unemployment check, which they've been approved for that particular on that particular Friday. I know seniors, our seniors having to make the choice between whether they're going to pay for their prescription medication or whether they're going to have to pay for that light bill because they did not receive the unemployment check, which they had been approved for. This is very important in addressing because if we have a, another global pandemic, which I hope we don't, or another economic recession like we did back in 2008, 2009, the Department of Labor has to be there to address those needs. And I want to be there to address the needs of all Georgia workers and put Georgia workers first because the unemployment benefits are not a handout. Again, it's an insurance policy. And as a labor commissioner, I wanna make sure that we are, uh, are taking care of Georgia workers who lost their jobs, no fault of their own, and have been approved for their unemployment benefits. And by statute, promptly, promptly providing those unemployment benefits to Georgia workers who have lost their jobs, no fault of their own. All right. Thank you so much. I know we could talk forever, but we're out of time now. I appreciate you. Again, state your name and the office that you are seeking. My name is State Representative William Bodie, B-O-D-D-I-E, and I'm running to be Georgia's next labor commissioner. And my name on the ballot is William Will Bodie Jr. Uh, so please go out and vote early. Early voting starts October 17th. Please vote all the way down ballot and encourage 10, 20, 30 of your friends to get out and vote early as well. And again, you can go to www.bodyforga to find out more about me and my candidacy for Georgia Labor Commissioner, my platform initiatives, and how you can volunteer to help my campaign win on November 8th.
Local Matters family, we are joined by a second candidate for the Labor Commissioner. Um, she is Ms. Emily Anderson, and she's running on the Libertarian Party ticket. How are you doing today, Ms. Anderson? I'm doing good. Thank you. Thanks for joining us and becoming a part of our Local Matters family. If you could start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, where you live, uh, and that sort of thing, our listeners would appreciate that. Well, I am from Fayette County. We have been here for 28 years. Uh, for the most part, grew up here. Uh, grew up in a military family. Uh, which actually, surprisingly enough, made, makes me the only native Georgian in my family too. I was born down in Liberty County <laughs> before we moved away and then came back and my dad retired. Um, my background itself, I've got a background in design and layout. I've worked in local news, food, uh, tech retail. I'm currently a printer with a local publishing company that does school curriculum and educational materials for all 50 states in Canada, along with science, math, and social studies uh, learning materials as well. Okay, great, great. And is your this your first run for public office? It is. I was in a place and a time as to whether or not right or wrong goes in front of that will probably depend on the time of day for me. <laughs> all right. Um, and if you could, uh, you chose to run for labor commissioner as your first uh, run. Um, tell me, the office has many functions, uh, but please tell us which are the ones that you're most concerned about and where you think you could make a difference if you're successful in winning the office. I do know probably the most contentious one, especially where I'm at, is of course for unemployment insurance. Uh, not only with my own personal experience with having to do that, but through friends and family that have had to deal with that aspect. From being able to file claims online to even just utilizing the Department of Labor so far as looking for jobs is another big area. Uh, again, just me personally, where I've know I've had some issues. Uh, those are the big things. Uh, outside of that, just my, vast array of experience through different uh, industries. Uh, they thought I'd be a good candidate. All right, thank you for that. And I think that's the perfect lead into our next question. Uh, what just led you to run for this office? Were you urged to by others or is this something that you've always thought about? Please tell us how you decided to make a run. I've thought about public office, uh, just was never really where I needed to be to make it viable. Uh, and with the slate of officers that we were coming up with at the state convention, it kind of was just like, again, was one of those things kind of landed in my lap uh, with my background, the knowledge I already had of the position and what it entailed. Uh, including some of the experience I had with government as a whole, pretty much fit in with what they needed me or what they needed for the candidate for this position. Okay. And as you think about your public life, um, what do you consider to be the greatest accomplishment in your public life? 
Oh, that is a good question. Probably the biggest one, uh, through the American Legion Auxiliary, I work with a program called Georgia Girls State. The program itself essentially teaches government processes as well as the election process, nomination through you know party conventions, things like that to rising high school seniors. Uh, it's something I've been involved with for about 20 years now, was a delegate myself, I'm on staff, and we essentially go through a mini civics course with these young ladies by them actually doing it. So they create a fictitious state, they run the legislature with House and Senate, they elect city municipality leaders to county to state level. And it is a wonderful experience. And I love the young ladies who come through that and then are a, we send out into the world. <laughs> wonderful. And uh, shifting gears back to the office, uh, we know all of these statewide offices, whether people really understand it or not, have a pretty significant impact on the quality of life for Georgians. Um, if you are elected, how would you improve that quality of life for residents of our state? Well, the first thing I know I'm gonna have to do is I'm going to have to learn that department. There's already all these people there that know how it works. So I'll be learning from them and learning what they need. Cause once we know what they need, we know what needs to be put into place in order to help the Georgians who are taking advantage of or needing to use the Department of Labor. Okay. All right, and finally, um, if you could tell um, our listeners where they can go to learn more about you and your candidacy, as well as uh, also add to that, is there anything else you want the registered voters of Georgia to know about you? Please take this opportunity to share. Uh, there is a Twitter set up, though there's not much on there. It's E. Anderson, the number four GA. Uh, they can also, of course, there's my email. <laughs> so they can contact me directly if they wanted to. It's emily.anderson at lpgeorgia.com. All right. Well, thank you uh, for accepting our invitation uh, and for sharing a little bit more about your perspective on uh, the Labor Commissioner's Office as you enter this race on November 8th. Thank you. All right. That again was State Representative William Bodie and Libertarian candidate Emily Anderson. I know many times that we are tempted to skip a race for an office that we don't know much about or to just randomly pick a name. However, based upon what you have heard today, you now have a better understanding of what the labor commissioner does and how it affects you and the people that you know. Please join us on Local Matters next week as my guests will be candidates for the Georgia House of Representatives, District 126. We will feature Democratic incumbent Gloria Frazier and her Republican challenger, William Harris. And the following week, my guests will be the candidates for Georgia House of Representatives, District 130. The Democratic candidate is Lynn Gladney and the Republican candidate is Daniel Swenson. And to refresh your memory, 
if like myself, you used to live in what was designated as District 125, please remember that that district number has changed due to redistricting. So to clarify, if you were in 126 before, you're still in 126 now, chances are, unless there was some uh, change with the lines, those district boundaries now include another county. Uh, but uh, Gloria Frazier was representing 126 before and she's still representing 126 now. However, if you were in Sheila Clark Nelson's district of 125, you are now in district 130. Also, just as a reminder, one more time, if you want to get a chance to see the candidates for Richmond County Tax Commissioner, as well as the contested school board races, please join us at A.R. Johnson on Laney Walker Boulevard on this coming Saturday, October 8th at 2.30 p.m. to hear those candidates. And as we did with our last forum, if time permits, we will also accept questions from the audience. Thanks again for being a part of the Local Matters family. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net because local matters.